0: Talk Radio.
1: You say, four more years of Trump's not a price that you're willing to pay. You cry when you see breaking news cause you know Trump's a really dumb guy. Why so sad? You know that we proved our derangement in 2016. Now he's making us mad. Remember, despite his arraignments, he's still there. We'll fight back on the show that is called Liberal Dan Radio. We'll fight back on the air. Call me up and show me that you care. Listens rise, ratings fall. And I'll keep broadcasting through it all. So subscribe, don't be late, and you'll hear me on Blog Talk Radio on Wednesday nights at eight. Da 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 da
2: That's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation. Terry, code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. If you're listening uh, during the show and you want to join us in the chat, it's uh, blogtalkradiocom slash Go to the current episode page, uh, sign into your account, make one for free if you don't have one, and you can join, join us in the chat. Ask questions there if you don't feel like calling in. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over on the show thread at Liberaldan.com, Facebook.com Liberaldan, or at Liberaldanradio on Twitter. If you're interested in supporting the show, you go to Patreon.com Liberaldan. There's the many kinds anchored at FM Liberaldan, and I'm also on TikTok, uh, Liberaldanradio on TikTok as well, and YouTube, YouTube.com slash Liberaldanradio. Uh, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Uh, Lots of news, lots of crazy stuff. Um, COVID-19 obviously still running rampant. We have um, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, who the president is uh, making uh, apologies for. He's being, President Trump is being a Rittenhouse apologist. Uh, Anyone who watched the show Timeless should know that anybody with the last name of Rittenhouse is going to be problematic. (laughs) But... uh, There's that. Um, Let's see. I have a bunch of new stuff up on YouTube. If you go to the YouTube.com slash radio, you will see a bunch of my new content I've made. Of course, I had the live reaction to the Republican National Convention. Uh, There's a press conference live streams. There's a couple of fat man rants that I created. One about the new CDC testing guidelines. One about uh, mail-in voting with Trump. Which is the week is coming soon? Uh, COVID-19 death rates versus death rates per capita. There's the Medicare for All versus the public option, uh, which I'm going to talk about a little bit today as well. Um, I, I did a almost half an hour video about Coburn House, uh, whether or not it was self-defense or murder, and in response to another YouTuber's video, a donut operator over on YouTube. Uh, he seemed to be the most fair of all of the people who were trying to say or at least give some information about that. Now, I mean, you go watch the video if you if you want to support the show again subscribe to me over there, like the video um, but in short, you know there's there, there are several laws or several segments of the self-defense law uh, that could be applied for uh, Rittenhouse if certain things were true. Unfortunately, for him, certain things are not true like he cannot carry a weapon a gun at the age of seventeen he couldn't He shouldn't have been out there past curfew and a whole bunch of other stuff that that makes him ineligible to be uh, claiming self defense or the defense of others under the self defense statute so please go watch that video. Um, I'm having some conversations with the conservatives who who want to make excuses uh, for written house's behavior. But at the end of the day, if you're a group of uh, 20 people in, in what the conservatives are calling a mob, and if you're going to be, if you see somebody who is, uh, what should call it, who is uh, just shot somebody, and you would think that you might want to go after the person and stop him from. And stem from killing again. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what goes on. Did they overcharge him? Who knows? Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I, I, I hope that justice is served because um, I think just a, you know the the, the amount of, of bootlicking that happens. I, I've had a, I was having a conversation today on Facebook with, and I was highly disappointed that this person that I knew, bartender, mentary, um, you know. I'm not surprised that they're conservative, you know, because Metairie is a more conservative area than uh, New Orleans. But the the, uh, the idea that people deserve to be shot um, because they committed a crime or because they didn't uh, comply with the police order is just... These, most amount of of bootlicking like that's just the extreme level of bootlicking you're gonna make up you're gonna make apologies for bad behavior in the cops by refusing to even call it bad behavior oh well if they just complied they would they would be okay no i mean first of all there are some people like tamir rice and john crawford who never got the opportunity to comply the police just rolled up and shot on site but even not ex- even excluding those cases. You know, people, I could show you videos where white people are given far more time to comply bef- and before they're shot, if they're ever shot. And meanwhile, black people, do, you know, get shot for noncompliance almost immediately. And then, as it was has been confirmed on this show, um, my concern was that police were being trained, maybe not officially, but unofficially, to shout things like, stop grabbing for my gun or, um, you know, stop resisting when they're not grabbing for their gun and they're not resisting just because that would make it harder for a jury. If there was no photo evidence to the contrary for them to say, Oh, well, maybe he really was reaching for the gun. So therefore he was justified in taking him out and shooting him. But if there was one case in New Jersey, I believe it was where somebody was shouting, stop reaching for my gun, stop reaching for my gun. And he was never reaching for his gun. So why would he say that if they was not reaching for his gun? Was he psychotic, or was it more likely that he um, that he was saying those words to enable himself to be, able to be defended in a lawsuit where if something went awry and he managed to shoot the person, then he could be like, well, I had to shoot in self-defense. Can't you hear? I was saying, stop reaching for my gun. When in reality, there was no gun reaching taking place. Unfortunately, we had a second webcam, our second dash cam uh, video that proved that he wasn't reaching for any gun. So therefore, he would, the person was able to get up. But no, not usually people aren't that fortunate. And usually people wind up, ending up end up dead because of it. So it's a dangerous game that people play. And unfortunately, that game is play stupid games. Other people win stupid prizes. So... Anyway, let's uh, what am I talk about? Now? Let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. Uh, come back and take your calls as well. 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dane Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. World Gone Mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. Or become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio Minicast. Talk from the left, that's right.
1: And I think to myself, what a wonderful show.
2: Mm.
0: You'll ever hear and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tunes.
2: Would you like to support Liberal Dan radio? Would you like a shout out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience and for a limited time. First, our advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to Patreon.com liberaldan and support the show today. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right join the conversation it's 914-803-4131 that's 914-803-4131 and again if you're listening during the live broadcast you could always go to the show thread our show page uh the episode page at blogtalkradio.com slash liberal dan and join us in the chat room there you may have to sign in for a free blogtalkradio.com account so just do so subscribe to the show and you'll be able to uh join us and remember also trying to build up my YouTube audience as well, trying to create new content for that. So go to youtube.com slash radio, and you'll be able to see any any new content that I get if you subscribe to the channel and get your notifications there, especially if you hit the get notifications button as well. I anticipate a lot more new information to be coming during the next 60 some odd days that are left before the 2020 presidential election. And I expect to be much more gray by then too. Cause oof, Lord, uh, before we get to the other topics of the show that I want to talk about today, I did want to give a Wakanda Forever out to the late great <clears throat> Chadwick Boseman. Uh, he was born in 1976. I was born in 1976. The fact that he has now passed away uh, fighting uh, colon cancer is just shocking to say the least. It reminds you that life is short and sweet. To so try and do the best, be the best person you can be. Uh, it's, a, it's unfortunate that he had to be the one that goes. Uh, maybe some other ones you could have thought of that you would like might like to have seen gone quicker, but he uh, he definitely left a an indelible impression in the minds of many different people, showing us what is possible. Um, one of the, one of the one of his iconic lines I found was during the the credit scene of Black Panther. Spoiler alert: uh, when Wakanda decides that they're going to come forward uh, and and explain to the world that they have you know lots of technology and basically uh, what is what say uh heroes build bridges, fools build barriers, uh completely owning Donald Trump. And when I watched the Black I watched Black Panther again over the weekend, uh once I found out that he had passed away and when it got to that point, I may have teared up a little bit. So it is it is what it is. Unfortunately, um I don't know. It's just you know, a lot of people worrying about, you know, the, the non-important things, but he had a great impact on a lot of different people and um, he will be missed greatly. So there you go. Um, speaking of uh, idiots, Donald Trump uh, do have a hypocrite of the week this week, and he gave a speech today out in uh, North Carolina uh, where the following happened. This week's Hypocrite of the Week is Donald Trump, the Paul Revere of voter fraud, because he wants you to vote once by mail and once in person, a violation of the law, by the way. Donald Trump has been railing about how voting by mail is fraudulent and has been speaking about voter fraud for months. But now, he wants his voters to commit voter fraud. To see who the next Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in to Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on blogtalkradio.com slash Liberaldan. Yep, he said it all right. He said that he wanted the people to go ahead and cast the vote by mail, cast the vote in person, and if, if supposedly because if the system is as great as the Democrats say it will be, that it won't, then one of them will only count once. But he's basically convincing people to try and commit voter fraud. So there you go, uh, Mister. Do as I say, not as I do. Uh, first and foremost, because he's voted by mail already, and he plans on doing so again, and he's going to continue to do so but yet he doesn't want other people to have the same opportunity to be able to cast a ballot by mail. Uh, the city also doesn't understand as there's a difference between a get receiving an application for a ballot and then receiving the actual ballot in the mail. There are two separate things. One of those things, you know, gives you the ballot. One of those things you need to do before you get the ballot. Uh, and you know, so, so when people like get a voter application or ballot application in the mail for their dog because the person sending out the people sending out these random uh, requests, maybe are are, like Republicans have been sending them out uh, to what they feel would be Republican voters or or conservative leading independent voters. And they've been sending out these forms. And of course, hypocritically so, because they, they keep saying how fraudulent voter, Proving what mail is, but yet they're encouraging other people to do it. So it's hypocrisy to the nth degree. Um, but then they've also mailed information to old addresses. Like they, I don't know where they got the information from. But if you get the information from someplace and it's out of date, then you end up sailing, sending out applications to people who no longer live at the addresses that they stated that they live in. One person I think was living in Iowa, even though the Florida Republican Party sent out. Uh, an application to that person So if voting fraud is so fraudulent Why is the Florida GOP Sending out voter applications Or ballot applications to people Doesn't make any sense Except for the fact that they're hypocrites And that's all you need to do to, to make sense Reveal the fact that they're complete and utter hypocrites So I'm sorry oh, Wait. Let, let, me say, let me have Trump say it
0: It is what it is
2: There you go So What else um. Oh, the six percenters. Let's talk about the six percenters a little bit until the bottom half of the hour. Uh, the six percenters uh, are people who took this information from the CDC, which basically said that six percent of all COVID deaths were just COVID and nothing else. Other deaths had, you know, other issues that were underneath their underlying. But it was, you know, in reality, ninety-five percent of all deaths from COVID nineteen were deaths that took place that where were COVID-19 was the major factor. It's like if I have hemophilia and I have, and I get shot by a bullet, you know, and they have a problem getting me to stop bleeding. I didn't die because of hemophilia. I died because I got shot. But at the end of the day, they're going to put that well, the person died because they were shot and had hemophilia. But if I still had hemophilia, I wouldn't have died had I not been shot. So getting shot is what killed me. Same thing with COVID-19. Yeah, let's say you have a heart condition or a lung condition or some other condition that is exacerbated by COVID-19. Had you never gotten COVID-19, you probably wouldn't have died. But now you got it, so you died. It doesn't mean that it's the COVID-19 wasn't the cause, but that's what these brain surgeons these are trying to uh, – are trying to suggest that if you if you if you're if you're in that if you're outside that six percent, it's somehow no longer like I've seen people post. Oh, the CDC just said that the death toll from COVID is now ten thousand instead of one hundred seventy thousand. No, the death toll is still over one hundred seventy thousand. It's just that a good chunk of those were people who had other conditions that COVID-19 exacerbated and made worse and that's problematic and we need to be fighting it and we're not doing we're not doing any good of a job of it because again you have science deniers who are following Donald Trump in lockstep and it's it's frustrating because you see what you need to do in order to get it fixed and we won't do what we need to do to get it fixed so sorry let, 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 let's let Donald Trump uh
0: it is
2: what it is. It, it is what it is. So, what else? So, got the Rittenhouse video that I put up on YouTube. We got this, we got the CDC information. There's because there was other CDC information out there that was um, that they were suggesting that um, you should only be testing if you have symptoms. If there's the symptoms for COVID nineteen, you test for that and see if you got COVID nineteen or not. If you don't have symptoms, uh, the CDC was saying to not test, even if you may have come in contact with somebody who had a positive COVID-19 test. So, of course, other states like New York were like, well, no, we're not going to do that. That's ridiculous. But apparently, again, this pressure came from the top. This pressure came from the Trump administration. They don't want testing to happen. They want Testing to be reduced to such levels that the people can be like, you know, this is not a real problem, but it is a real problem, because he's just burying his head in the sand. He's not doing anything that he needs to be that he needs to do. He's passing the buck. And one of my next uh, YouTube videos that I'm going to be making um, in the coming days, maybe week to come, is the fact that Donald Trump is a 100% abject failure when it comes to the response to COVID-19. He has found many a gold, you know, he's, he's, he's sorry, just had a brain fart. He is an abject failure when it comes to COVID-19. He has found no ways to, to fight this virus, just like he's fighting the people who are fighting the virus. It's it's He insults Fauci. He Sometimes he even insults bricks. He there brings in a new guy to talk about, uh, to talk about, you know, herd immunity. And then, and then that new guy was like, well, I didn't say that we should do herd immunity. It he was like, that, that's being not reported because that's not what I said. You know, there's studies out there that show that if we do if herd immunity works and we were able to try and get it done and we could get it done, that it would still result in, a, in 2 million deaths. Like it would be, it would be a very, very heavy cost. And if that's the case, then, then that's the dollar amount that that's whatever the economy is worth, whatever the full speed of the economy with everything back open, if herd immunity was possible to be reached, we've now know That's what the lives cost. Whatever that economy is worth, that's two million lives. Two million lives is worth whatever that amount of money is. So you could divide however much economic activity we would have, divide it by two million, and then you find out exactly what each human life is worth to the Trump administration and anybody else who's advocating to try herd immunity. And I say try because, again, we don't know if, Herd immunity works. We don't know. It's not proven to work. There's not evidence about it. The best way we get herd immunity is developing a vaccine, most likely. And now they're trying to rush to do that. Now they're trying to be like, oh, they're going to come out with a vaccine, and we're going to have states be ready to, we're going to, they're going to, they're going to take the vaccine and they're going to make it ready to be spread out. Maybe the last week of October. What's the last week of October? The week before the election. That's what he wants. One of the things that he wants to be, is, I guess, his October surprise is look, we got this before the election, and hopefully we'll be. And they don't care how it works out. It could be an abject failure, but he's hoping that people hear oh, we've got the, the, the COVID 19 vaccine. I got that done before the election. Vote for me. Working on my Trump invitation. so I don't know. Let me know if you think it's good or not. It, there's the Trump. Like I think I have to be a little more raspy, and I have to pronounce the S's more, and talk about Pence and people and stuff like that. So that's um, one of the things that, you know, uh, what the heck is it? My wife just sent me something. Um, oh, this is not something that i want to talk about on the air <laughs> not a bad thing but it's just something she copied and pasted from somebody else that doesn't need to go on the air so i just thought it was gonna be something show related or something we'll see so anyway let's go ahead and take the next commercial break uh come back again take your calls as well that's area code 914-803-4131 914-803-4131 this is liberal dan radio talk from the left that's right world gone mad one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show there's only one thing that i like better than the liberal dan radio minicast all right bill that's enough of that on the liberal dan radio minicast you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between you might even hear what the other side has to say sometimes even in their own voices or become one of the liberal dan family because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten to hear those bad impressions and more tune into the liberal dan radio minicast talk from the left that's right and i think to myself
1: what a wonderful show
0: You'll ever hear, and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tunes Would
2: you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour, then become a liberal Dan patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first-hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com liberaldan liberal and support the show today.
1: Finally, The Rock has gone back to the doctor. Anyway, so I had to say
2: that. Apparently, uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson and his family have all tested positive for COVID-19, showing that it can affect everybody. And, and he, he has urged everybody to, again, stay safe, mask up, be vigilant, because you never know when it can happen to you. Unfortunately, we have idiots in this country who don't want to take this seriously whatsoever. And that, to me, again, is, is the biggest thing that we could be taking into this election is that Donald Trump has been an abject failure when it comes to the biggest test of his political career. He's failed us. He has failed us when he could have saved us, but it was never within his, within his mindset to be able to save us because he doesn't care about that. He doesn't care about numbers. He cares about ratings. He does the numbers. He cares about are ratings, not, you know, how many cases there are. You know, when he brags about, Oh, we have the most test It's the best. We have the best testing ever. It's the best. Nobody has more testing, but we still need more testing than what we have in order to get get information to be able to make decisions about how to proceed with dealing with this virus. Um, But part of that point is what I'm making. Let's roll back a second and talk about the fact that Senator Ed Markey was facing a challenge by Joe Kennedy and Problem with Joe Kennedy, but and Markey is one of the more progressive senators in the Congress in, that, in in Congress. He's in the Senate. He was backed by AOC, whereas Joe Kennedy was backed by Pelosi, and Markey won. He's the incumbent. The incumbency obviously comes with some built-in advantages. People know and like you, but I mean, it's Massachusetts, and he was a Kennedy. It was the first time that a Kennedy lost in a primary. In like 22 elections or something like that, it's absurd how long that Kennedy streak lasted until until just now, until just yesterday. And again, progressives are cheering, and they have every right to cheer because they got their guy reelected, or at least re, most likely reelected. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, but he he has again, he's the incumbent. He has he has that power. You know, he, there's the benefit of being an incumbent. So what does this tell? You know, th- this means that, you know, the progressives can maintain the progressives that they have in, in the Senate. It means, you know, that, that the progressives can be successful, despite the fact that Joe Biden is the Democratic nomination and clearly isn't as progressive as Donald Trump is making him out to be. And, there's the lesson here to be learned is simply that you have the opportunity as a progressive to elect progressive candidates to office get behind these people get them into the you're 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 most likely in the democratic party you're you're most likely because we are a large tent of various diverse opinions on how to do things you're most likely going to see a, conservative, a more centrist Democratic presidential candidate than you're going to see in, in some of the House and some of the Senate. But the thing is, is that in order to affect that change and that gets to move the person in the office to the left, you need to, at that point, move the House to the left, move the Senate to the left, flip the Senate, first of all, but you need to be able to move, make the House of Representatives more progressive, make the Senate more progressive elect people who will put the nomination that you want to have passed on the table. And that's the way you do it. You do that by, by pushing through these people through Congress, getting them into Congress. That's how you get this done. You don't get this done by just constantly trying for the top office and failing all the time. It's not going to happen. You're not going to have the support you need. You need to be able to have down ballot support too. And if you do get people elected to Congress who are more progressive, then you're going to see more progressive policies coming out out of Congress, coming out of the Senate. You'll have an easier time getting them passed. That's it. I'm sorry. What is is it, Donald Trump?
0: It is what it is.
2: And because this this is one of the most important elections that we'll ever see because this nation cannot survive another four years of Donald Trump and his bumbling, bungling COVID-19. We can't do it. It's just not possible. Not possible whatsoever. So I have one video a little bit about that. And that's the other thing, is that progressives are talking about why won't Joe Biden support this popular thing? And I have a video. I have a fat man rant about that. Why won't he support this popular thing? Why won't he do it? Why won't he do it? Why not? Tell you why. Go watch my video. Go watch it. It clearly shows you. There's a poll that was done by Kaiser. It does confirm that Medicare for all is a very popular thing amongst most democr most Democrats nationwide. Medicare for all is popular among independents. Medicare for all is popular. Among Democrats, Medicare for all is popular. Republicans, not so much. What about the public option that Joe Biden is running on? What about that? It's more popular. It's more popular nationwide. It's more popular amongst Democrats. It's more popular amongst independents. It's even more popular amongst Republicans. It's not the majority. They don't have the the majority of Republicans to oppose it. But it's still much more popular, like 20-something percent support the the, uh, Medicare for All and like 40-something percent support public option. But even if you ignore the Republicans, more Democrats support public option than Medicare for All. More Democrats support – or independents support the public option over Medicare for All. And more overall people support the public option over Medicare for All. So why the hell would Joe Biden campaign on something that's less popular than what he wants to push? Medicare for All is less popular than the public option. So the fact that he's supporting the public option just shows that he's willing to listen to the people and give them what they want, which clearly is the public option. Sorry, what what was that, Trump? It is what it is. There you go. It is what it is. Okay. Um, This may be a little early, a little strange, but I think I'm just going to go ahead, and I am feeling a little tired. You might be able to hear it in my voice. Um, I I just feel like I just can't do a full hour today. And since nobody's in the chat room, nobody's calling in, I'm going to go ahead and call it. So we will uh, – you can tune into the uh, episode of Liberal Dan Radio Wednesday. It's always the Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central, unless I say otherwise. Follow me on Liberal Day, at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com, slash Liberal dan. I will announce those times as well when I'm going to be on. Um, again, you can support the podcast, support the, if you like the videos that I'm making. I can't get monetized on YouTube without 1,000 subscriptions. So until then, if you want to see what I'm doing, if you like what I'm doing with those videos – Subscribe to the Patreon. I would love to support you. I'd love to be able to just put things up there. You want to get? You want put out there? So support the Patreon. Uh, follow me on on Twitter. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Do all that stuff. Anyway, until next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central. This is Dan Zimmerman with Little Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.